Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Inside the international effort to save one tiny Mexican fish, scientists and schoolchildren work together to bring the tequila fish back from extinction in the wild. By Sarah Dern. This story originally appeared on Atlas Obscura and is part of the Climate Desk collaboration. At first glance, there's nothing remarkable about Mexico's tequila split fin fish. Only two and a half inches long, the fish aren't colorful or poisonous. They aren't particularly fast. They don't change colors or exhibit other strange behaviors. In many ways, they are forgettable. So when the fish, endemic to only a single spring-fed river near the tequila volcano in the Mexican state of Jalisco, went extinct from the wild in 2003, there was no international outcry or even an article in a local newspaper to bid the fish adieu. But scientists at Michoacan University's Aquatic Biology Unit knew the tequila fish, as it is commonly called, played an important role in the river's delicate ecosystem, eating dengue-spreading mosquitoes and serving as a food source for larger fish and birds. When it became clear the fish were dying off in the 1990s, an international team of scientists joined forces to save the fish. After it went extinct in 2003, the team would attempt something that had never been done before in Mexico— reintroduce an extinct species back into its native habitat. Now almost two decades on, a thriving population of tequila fish, some 2,000 strong, once again call the Teuchitlan River home, swimming in the crystalline waters in the shadow of the tree-covered hillside. The ambitious conservation translocation project began in 1998, when English aquarist Ivan Dibble arrived at Michoacan University with some very precious cargo, five pairs of tequila fish from England's Chester Zoo. No one knows exactly why the tequila fish went extinct in the wild, but it's likely a combination of pollution and invasive species moving in, according to scientists at the zoo. In captivity, scientists could provide a controlled environment for the fish. For 15 years, biologists at Michoacan University cared for the tequila fish. At the beginning, all these people said we were crazy, said biologist Omar Dominguez, who worked on the project. While reintroduction programs have been done successfully elsewhere, this one was the first time scientists attempted such a project in Mexico. If the project failed, Dominguez worried all the people would say, okay, it's impossible to reintroduce fish. Dibble's colony of 10 fish grew. In 2012, the team transferred 40 pairs of tequila fish to an artificial pond at the university. 
They needed to prove that the fish could survive in a semi-natural environment. In the pond, the fish had to compete for food, contend with parasites, and avoid predators like turtles, birds, and snakes, just as they would in the wild. After four years, the School of 80 grew to an estimated 10,000. That success allowed researchers to raise the money needed to take the final step, returning the tequila fish to the wild. Dominguez knew that the only way to do that successfully was to get the local community in the town of Teuchitlan involved. Without the residents working to clean and protect the river, the fish could again die out. Federico Hernandez Valencia, professor of environmental education at Michoacan University, was called in. He quickly got to work with local volunteers like Martha Hernandez and Pilar Navarro, who founded the community initiative Guardians of the River in 2021. As Valencia and local volunteers painted murals of the tequila fish around town, local children chose a nickname for it, landing eventually on Zugi after the fish's scientific name, Zugoneticus tequila. In the 20th century, many locals call the fish gallito, or little rooster, because of the strip of bright orange that decorates male fish's tails. Some others referred to the fish as burrito, or little donkey, says the guardian's Perla Espinosa, though she is at a loss to explain why. Dominguez and Valencia also led workshops about the local ecosystem and Zugi's place in it. In one workshop, students learned to recognize the tequila fish based on blown-up photographs of the male and female fish. The local Catholic church contributed to the effort, too, donating classroom space, hosting fundraisers, and helping inform the community about the importance of the tequila fish. Finally, in 2017, 1,500 tequila fish were reintroduced to the river in floating cages. They rapidly multiplied, and after several months, biologists marked and released the fish from their protective cages. Now a stable population of around 2,000 fish are again happily swimming in the Teuchitlan River, about 40 miles west of Guadalajara. Just last month, the fish even migrated to another portion of the river. Saving the tequila fish is like a small light in the universe, says Dominguez. He hopes that the success can be used as a blueprint for future reintroductions of extinct fish species. The young members of the Guardians of the River now attend weekly classes and conservation workshops, like river walks and street cleaning days to help diminish waste runoff. Dominguez and the team have continued to work with the Guardians to reintroduce two other endemic species that went extinct from the river. In November 2021, the young Guardians helped to release the Golden Skiffia, or Skiffia francais, back into the river. As is always the case with environmental causes, the need is great. Dominguez says of Mexico's 536 known freshwater fish species, 40% are in danger of extinction, and 4% are already extinct, either in the wild or completely. Biologist Axel Morenschläger, chair of the International Union for Conservation of Nature's Conservation Translocation Specialist Group, says species around the globe are dying off far more quickly than ever before. The current extinction rate is 1,000 to 10,000 times higher than what would be considered the normal extinction rate. That's why success stories like the tequila fish are so important, he says. I think that a lot of people around the world may care about nature or conservation, but feel like they're so disconnected from it, and that they can't even envision what it is that's being done when we try to reduce ocean plastics or acidification of oceans or climate change, says Morenschläger. Conservation translocation projects like saving the tequila fish or para David's deer in China are one of the greatest ways of creating optimism around conservation, he says, because they're so tangible, action-oriented, and potentially powerful. Today in Teuchitlan, nearly everyone knows about Zugi. For many, especially the children involved in the project, the fish has become a beloved mascot, one that has inspired many in the town toward conservation. 
During one of the Guardians of the River's river walks, one student asked an adult volunteer, what will happen when you get older? Will Guardians of the River disappear? After a moment's hesitation, the same student said, oh, we will take your place. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.